at home in Dominica or wherever you're joining us from the region, the Caribbean region and the rest of the world. This is Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone for today, Tuesday, March 29th. 2022. Yes, again, it is the end of another month. It seems like we're always talking about the end of the month, right? So again, it is the end of March. This is the last week of March for 2022. And we come on here every week, every Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern time right here on TDN Radio to get powered up for the week ahead, to get energized and to remind ourselves of the importance life goals that we should be working on. So welcome, welcome to the program. It is great to be back with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. I always look forward to being with you each and every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio. As always, we have a packed program for you this evening. We have an interview with Mr. Julius Handbag Gabriel out of Dominica. Most of us know him as a bus driver, but also a social activist in Dominica. And he stopped by recently for our, one of our Facebook live programs to tell us all about the increase in gas prices wherever you are in the US, the Caribbean, and worldwide. We all have seen the impact of the um, Russian war against Ukraine and how it has led to increasing gas prices. So those of us who live in Dominica, Dominicans are certainly suffering and there has been no stimulus incentive from the government to assist those who are most dependent on the, the gas. So Handbag stopped by to tell us all about the rise in gas prices and the reality on the ground for those who are bus drivers and just the ordinary citizen um, the impact that the rise in gas prices has had on everyone. So that will be our interview uh, today for Untapped Potential. And of course, we will have the tip of the day for you after the interview. So stay tuned for that. But we also always like to start the program on a note of gratitude, a note of being thankful. So what are you grateful for today? Uh, I personally, I'm grateful for the beautiful weather outside. I'm grateful for the health and the strength of my family. And I am grateful for all the ways that we're able to connect with people, to connect with our global community, to connect with our international village, 
to support each other in so many ways via TDN Radio and, of course, via Push Past 10 on Facebook and YouTube. So welcome, welcome again to the program. Um, it is great to have you on board as we get started. And I thought, speaking of, of being grateful, we could start off the program today with this one from Mr. Beres Hammond, a song entitled Given, Given Thanks. So let's enjoy this number from Mr. Beres Hammond, a legend in his own right, giving thanks. And then we will go straight into a portion of our pre-recorded interview with Mr. Julius Handbag Gabriel on the rising cost of gas in Dominica. And then stay tuned for our tip of the day and the rest of the program. So take a listen and enjoy. Oh, 
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864 607 1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. I'm doing fine. How are you, how are you doing, Simon? Yes, I doing? am well. I am well. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um putting in the air and giving me a little a little thing to have a little view with you and stuff like that. I welcome you and I welcome everybody to the Yes, live. yes. So kind of just tell us, you know, what is going on, how the prices have been rising in the last few weeks what you've been seeing on the ground well what i'm seeing on the ground like is a gas price the gas price is going up and they're claiming it on russian ukraine and saying russian ukraine they are the ones that like i'm um, giving the gas and they've been in the fuel up but they're not arising i'm rising nobody to tell them how the gas is going up because we haven't get no no gas right now. The same gas we got since that um before Ukraine started their Ukraine and Russia started their fight. We never get gas. But all of a sudden right. government sent up their, their gas, their price of cost of living, they send most of the thing high up. That that government, for instance, always selling things high up and in not efficient. What we selling it up for, what we're doing that for. What we doing? At least you can authorize us and tell us. Okay, we're giving a, a gas price, a gas price, so we can go towards it because the bus drivers feeling it. The people that have their cars, the people that have their vans, the farmers, the fishermen feeling it. All of us mm -hmm. feeling it. And you so yeah. So just tell us, tell us, tell us what the prices were before, and tell us what the prices are right now. The the prices were before at twelve, twelve. 12, 14, 12, going up to 13, it go up to 13, it go up to 14, and right now it's 14, 87 per gallon. Hmm. 14. So the bus drivers make up a mind, like for instance, they want to bring up the price, but you cannot bring up your price because, for instance, you can't bring it up without um, telling the people what, for why we bring it up, because most of the people are telling us, like, we're selling up the gas, we're jacking up the gas, but at least they're 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 not getting enough money for their working. The um the workers that working, the civil servants say no, you cannot rise it up because cost of living already too high. They can't afford to pay the five dollars they and the salary is not so high. So we cannot afford to pay 
they can afford to pay seven dollars because we're going to charge seven dollars per person for the Grand Bay district seven dollars but they say they cannot pay so which is the government supposed to intervene but the government haven't said nothing the government what the government do um on thursday they went on the media with the commissioner with the deputy and they start to give the deputy and the commissioner films like for instance to go to the bus drivers and tell them they cannot jack up price but we are the bus drivers we are the ones who help to pay the pay the tax in the country because the country don't have no revenues where it can make money where it can bring incomes because the only incomes the country will bring in was passport but the passports now was only for a gang it was not for the country so which is if you are the government at least you can go to the passport sellers and you could tell them at least go to and put some money back towards the bus drivers and towards the people because the people are we are going through a hard struggle in this country under that um present government you know that present government he have a gang and the gang is like for instance take the resources of the country take the resources of the country and we're not going nowhere in, and i'm seeing it we're not going nowhere but handbag what do you say what do you say to people because a lot of people are saying well we're suffering too you know the bus drivers are looking to increase their their prices but we're suffering too at least you guys got a stimulus um you were the only group who got a stimulus with um covid 19. so we're suffering so why are you trying to take off your frustration on us by raising the the bus fare but we we don't want to um, at least go to the people we don't want to go to the people because the government give a, a stimulus which is i got three thousand six hundred dollars and we had supposed to get at least fifteen thousand ec mm -hmm. but some of the bus drivers was like for instance the government could buy some of them give them two hundred dollars and tell them don't follow one back because most of them come to me last week and we're trying to um create we're trying to at least demonstrate uh, maybe maybe end of this month mm -hmm. so which is there's going to be a demonstration yeah, I'm, I'm, I am looking towards it. I am looking towards it. So, which is all the bus drivers, we planning to stop somewhere and do not carry no passengers. And we want to do it at least for two weeks so we can close the country. We are the ones that can close the country right now. We have this strength because we don't have no resources in this island. We have water. Our government, we don't have a factory for water. We have um, belief. Our government don't have a factory for the belief. So we have so many things that we can create employment and this government is bringing everything down is when the um caricom met last week they, they told they told them they're going to try to raise up funds to help the farmers to help the farmers so the farmers now can create um certain things in this island to help the country because this government bring down the farmers to the lowest point and the only options he had was the passport sellers if you listen to them on Tuesdays on Q95, you could hear what they're saying and the cutting of certain people. So this government is not a government that will develop a country. He bringing the country down to the lowest point. If you look well, we, we are trying to get towards this government. And this government is showing a, like, a, like a dark way, like he don't want to see people. You don't want to see people. The people. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this handbag. So, what will you guys be demanding when you go when you do the protest? What are y'all demanding? 
we we are going to demand for the salary for the for the civil servant and the the bus drivers at least the civil servant can get at least um traveling traveling for busing like the government can put a like a 20 percent or five percent or ten percent on their salary okay so, so they can add to the fares that the bus the people are paying for the bus fare. yeah okay yes because because the government have this money Mm -hmm. They have this money because they sold a lot of passports, and we could see it. They have the money, but which in case they're waiting a, a general election so that they could pump up this money to the general election. That is this government because they did they did that to me in the by-election, November 25th. So they're trying to create an impression like, for instance, they don't have money. They don't have money. They have the NEP, and they have the um. The, the which in um the passport sellers all of them are rich people they are rich so they are the ones who have the riches of this country so if we demonstrate in that country right now to the government and demonstrate very good like we don't want to block the road but the bus drivers are not going nowhere we are planning to stop at Lubye, and the the bus drivers from maho will stop at kennyfield so which in case we will not will create an, something they create like for instance the government have to get intervene mm -hmm. they have to get intervene in that because they are putting us on and the country is going so low simon it, it oh i'm telling you it's very bad yeah but let really me let me bad. ask you this handbag and I'm, I'm really happy that you're joining us to just tell us about the reality on the ground for bus drivers yeah. and everyone as the gas prices are rising and we have a few people on the facebook live so we want to say good afternoon to them uh jude warrington josephine williams and a couple of other people are here with us so thank you for joining us as we talk to handbag about the reality on the ground as prices continue to rise but handbag i also heard that you guys are increasing the bus fare for college students so now the college students who have no jobs are going to be required to pay adult fare for the buses yeah because um, um some guys told me on friday on thursday I met some bus drivers on, um, from from the stop farm area, and they told me they bring up the price already. So I tell them, fellas, we cannot do that. We cannot force the people. We have to think of what we're doing, and we have to have a, a proper way so that them people can get the the, um, the college students can get a, a finance from the government. The government supposed to pay a finance for the for the college children, and also the children are going to school because we have the money. So we cannot go to the people one time. We have to go to the heads of this country. We have to go to Roosevelt Skerritt. We have to go to, um, to the president, which is Charles Savre. We have to go to all the ministers because most each of the ministers is supposed to have a ministry. So you're supposed to have a ministry for, for a minister. So the minister will call the prime minister. So which is the, the minister is supposed to take notes of everything. And then, then he bring the the thing to um to cabinet, and they will they will said they will say okay, let us meet the bus drivers so that they can afford to pay the children fee, because the government can employ at least somebody to each bus stop, so they can write a list. And every Friday, you give the bus drivers if it's two three hundred dollars each of them for the school children, because remember they go people don't have the money. The country is in a crisis, so we have to try to negotiate with the government. We're not supposed to bring up price already, but we're supposed 
to do something, let him know what we're going to do. Because this government is like he playing a game. He playing a game like, for instance, like he playing a game like his that is his country. Because for you to for you to be what you want to be in this country, you have to have resources, and you're supposed to sell so that we have incomes coming in in this country. But if we have to look on Russia, we have to look on um, Ukraine, we have to look on America to give us. We don't have a resources. We don't have nothing coming in, mm -hmm. nothing going on. But we're just looking for everybody to give. So the boss but, but, but hang on, let me ask you this, because, you know, we're talking about the rising gas prices and increasing the bus fares. Don't you anticipate like some aggressive passengers will not want to pay the bus fare? I've already seen one person post something on Facebook where the bus driver was asking her to pay more money. And she's like, I'm not paying you more money. And first of all, let's talk about that. And also raising the bus fare is kind of illegal without... Um, you know, the permission from the, the right authorities. So do you anticipate that people will get angry when you say you go, you're going to have to raise the, the bus fare? Yeah, because when I said that, yes, I said that on, I said that on Wednesday. And the people mm -hmm. told me, the civil servant told me, they cannot have to pay no more money. Government haven't um, put any, any um, thing in place. Nothing. So they tell me, I tell them, no, I'm just telling all you. We haven't, we're just talking about it because we think the gas is going up. And they said the highest, um, the gas is reaching to $18 and 17 cents in the next two more weeks. So I said, no, we cannot afford to go. We will not make nothing. Bosses are not making no money. So we have to explain to them because we have to talk to them to tell them, no, we want more money because we're not getting enough. We do have nothing in Boston for be driving passengers just for five dollars, just for three fifty at Delvi, four dollars at Pishne. So it's not making no sense. Like when it worked for the yeah, day. and that's the question. Um, Sharon Darival was just asking, what was the bus fare and how much are you guys raising it? So you're raising it from like four to seven dollars. We like for instance, we had um we were planning for for Belvi to Pishne, we would um hold that five dollars from Belvi to Pishne because we have a lot of hills to climb and stuff like that. And we were planning from Pichle towards Granby, which in case Rosa towards Granby, which had $6 to $7. Mm -hmm. But which in case we have to negotiate that with the people. Remember the people, if we don't have the people, we don't have a boss. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask the people first, but the people told us they cannot do it. They, we, they're supposed to have a thing from the government and the government supposed to give them a raise on the salary. Mm -hmm. So which in case we have to try to negotiate that with the government supposed to meet the bus drivers because we're planning for us to go on the road. We're planning for us to go on the road because we so have So you to guys go. are giving up up until what date and then you're going to go we on strike? We're trying to give them of March, 31st of March. Mm -hmm. We're trying to give them so we can know exactly what we're doing on the 1st of April to 2nd, to 3rd. What are we doing? Because we're supposed to do something. Simon, and, and, your demand, and your demand is that you want the, the government to subsidize the bus fare so that you guys can earn money and people can continue to pay the same amount they would normally pay. Is that your demand? Well, my demand is like, for instance, my demand is, first thing I'm saying, my demand is like, for instance, put, uh, put uh, give somebody a work so that they could stay by the bus stop and like, for instance, Pledge some money to the bus drivers every every Fridays. Like every each bus driver at least can get two three hundred dollars because which in case they're doing something they're doing a they're doing a service to the country. 
because mm -hmm. the, the bus drivers that have the country ruling right now, right? Some some might maybe not paying their the license, but they paying their insurance. But some might because, for instance, the country is very in a bad state. It's not developing as it's supposed to. The government, remember what I'm told. I said the government is holding all the resources of this country because it can at, at least give somebody a work so that they can stay by the bus stop and say, all oh, the fellas, not to carry passengers for $10, neither $5. We will, we will, get, in, we will get into that. Mm -hmm. So if we got that, we know the bus drivers can say, okay, let us work with what? We work in because you're supposed to have a work with the you're supposed to work with the people. We're working with the people. So all the people keep on asking me, what are we doing? So I'm telling them we will try to meet. I trying to meet all of them maybe on on Wednesday. So we can have a talk, we can have a word, we can have a meeting, and then we can know what step we're taking. Because we, we're taking failures and nobody's care. Because the only thing I saw, I noticed what the government this government is doing. He had a meeting with the police commissioner, with the deputy, mm -hmm. and he's talking about this um, RSS, which in case, if we try anything, he have the RSS there to defend him, because that is yeah, what because, because, Hanbak, this is what I heard on the news, that from the chairman of the transportation board, that it's illegal to raise the bus fare without consultation with the transportation board. So pretty much what you guys are trying to do with raising the prices is essentially illegal. That's what they're saying. No, but listen, the um, most of the guys, as you talk about the transportation board, most of them are supporting the government. Because what happened, they do, they for, they, for instance, they rather lose than they gain. Because for instance, you like a boss, is your business, you know, it's not that government business, that is your business. If you fail from the boss, you don't, you fail. You don't have a... A, a safety net. You don't have a, a, when you reach at the age of 60, 65, right. you don't have a pension. You just... Oh, you don't. No, you don't have a pension. Mm -hmm. That is your work. So you're supposed it's, to contribute to social security in that case. Yeah, but if you, right, for instance, that is a good idea. But you, if you're making money for social security, you could go to social security. But if you're not making the money, where are you going? You can't go to social right. security. Right. You cannot go to social security. The only thing you have, if you have two pens, you have to try to take one cent from it and put mm. it from somewhere. So if in case something happens to you, you can go towards it. And when it finishes, you know it's death. Mm -hmm. You're going to die because you, you're in pain. You don't have nothing. Mm -hmm. So if hospital come towards, you know, you're the bus driver, you have to go to scare it and beg him. And he likes that. But some of us, we don't want to do it. We cannot go to prime minister and beg prime minister. We're supposed to work to achieve. Mm -hmm. That is what we're supposed to do. We have to work to achieve. Mm -hmm. And if you, I cannot come to you, Miss Simon, and tell you, morning, I need some assistance from you. And I have all my wealth. And I will as strong right. and healthy. And I'm coming to you. You want I to work. Yeah. I am going to come and cry and fall. Because why should I in front of you? Begging you. You have to stand firm. So the bus drivers, most of them, cannot stand firm. For instance, if they have to go to Jolly's Pharmacy, I noticed that already. Some bus drivers told me they had wanted to buy some, some tonic to at Jolly's Pharmacy. And they had to go to the Palerep. So which in case we're going to a lost. We are not going to a win. We're going to a loss. So I'm telling the bus drivers, most of them, 
that's supporting. I don't tell you to support who you want. You have a right to support who you want, but support the person. But when it's wrong, put it on the table. Mm -hmm. and it's and it's it's interesting that you mention um jollies because uh leon La uh, lando is with us um he is uh uh carlton lando sorry carlton i'm selling out your business on Facebook, yeah, but yeah, that's okay you. you'll forgive me so welcome, he's with welcome, us welcome, so we say good afternoon to carlton judith ogis uh debina Toussaint, martha thomas delma blondell henderson is here so we want to say good evening uh good afternoon to everyone who's joining us on this facebook live again mr julius handbag is just here to update us on the reality on the ground in dominica and we would love to hear your contribution as well as he's already told us how the prices are, are climbing steadily even on the gas that was already in dominica because i think one of the concerns handbag was that the prices went up on gas that was already in dominica yet yes. in places like the bvi they made sure that the gas uh the gas companies did not raise the gas on the stock that was already in the island so i think one of yeah, the frustrations is to see the price rise on gas that was already in Dominica even before the new shipment came in. Yes, that is that is exactly excellent from you because I heard it from the BVI. The Prime Minister said they have do not um, bring up the price on the gas. They will have somebody to inspect, to notify no, yes. nobody bring up the gas, nobody bring up the floor, nobody bring up the light, nobody bring up anything. Mm -hmm. And this government is not taking care of that. What he's doing is, like, for instance, like when you when you gamble in, some of them say you're like, you're taking out the tickets. That means you're taking out for the light, you're taking out for the gas, you're taking out for the pipe, you're taking out for everything. And this one is there. He's doing that for years. Mm -hmm. He's doing that. He's not working with the people. He's giving the people, like, for instance, telling them, I'm working for you, but I'm not working for you. Because as soon as he hear Russia and Ukraine, the first thing he, he he looking for he looking for the best of it so that he could tax all the taxi drivers all the bus drivers all the people that buy in their shopping and this government is doing it on purpose he's doing it as a, a a wickedness i have to say it as is i will not lie about it i will not lie you don't have to do that to your people you don't have to do that we are the people of the country. We just are seventy. We not seventy thousand people. We may be sixty-five to sixty-five to sixty-eight thousand people. Because remember, people go in every day, and which in case we had the COVID, some people die. Mm -hmm. We still are on. We still on the COVID a little in, in Dominica. We still yeah. on the COVID a little. Mm -hmm. So which in case you have to work with the people, but it's not working with the people. He's working like if you want to make a demonstration, if you want to do something, but that will not work. We are independent in this country. We don't have, we don't have, and, and, the, and, then the, and then the other thing we saw also, um, handbag, and it's just about cushioning the blow of the, the increase in gas prices for everyone. Because the other thing we saw is like in places like Antigua, where they, I think what they did is they waived the taxes, Barbados also take took action with um, cushioning the blow. So I think what you're saying is that you just need help to kind of cushion the blow because for the bus drivers, you guys are in a unique uh, situation because not only do you need the fares to um, sustain your family, but you also need maintenance of your bus, 
right? Of and then course. you guys, I think, were paying an extra fee to maintain the roads. So you know, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot on you. Yeah, because um, for instance, I went to this. Um, we had a demonstration for the COVID, and I went to this government and I told them, he, Roosevelt, Scarit, Blackmore, Cassani, I could name all of them. It was six of them, and I and I told them we need to fix the Grand Bay Road. The Grand Bay Road is very, very dangerous. And for instance, we need some call votes. We need some this. He told me they're going to do the road in January. January parts we meet in March. Look, we're going to be in April. He said they're going to start it in June. So which in case, that is a form of lying. That is a form of you lying to the people. And we're paying $150 for road maintenance. $150 plus $730 EC for the license. $730 every, every year. Every year. And $150 on the $730. So you do you do the calculation and see what is going going through, and you paying the taxes in this country. And who tell you everybody just have their hand like this? They praying, they praying for a different Lord that living in Dominica to first weep, and everybody does their saying what they, what they can do. You can imagine the, the amount of people that telling me what to say on a media. They tell me hand back. I cannot say nothing. No, if I say something, I will get, I will not get nothing. But it's the only thing I am really saying, I'm always saying to people, nothing from nothing is nothing. And I really mm -hmm. see people climb different ladders and they fall. So I'm just giving an I'm just giving a, a small word to the dear from with you. I'm giving a small word to Roosevelt Scary. Please, please, please. We 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 will not we will do we will not scare about the police. We will stand up for our right. Because Ukraine standing up, no matter what, so we can stand up. We are small population, and we can stand. Because what what is going on there is not nice. So let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you this, handbagger. All the bus drivers in agreement about the the possibility of a strike on on April first. Is everyone in agreement? Yeah. Oh. Is there solidarity? Oh, ninety percent of them. Imagine my phone phone. Phones ringing, ninety percent of them. Passing and tell me when and back when you. So I'm telling them, let us look to see what happening. So I'll I'll go to Matt on on Wednesday on Thursday or Wednesday. I'll go to Matt on Q95 and I'll pass all to the bus drivers and tell them what we're doing. We will not pay them the fees. I am asking all the bus drivers that put up the fee. We need them. Keep the same rate and let us stand up for our right in this country. We have to stand up. We cannot be like And we have quite a we have quite an audience. So we wanna we wanna we wanna thank them for being here. Stanley Paul, good to see you. Royston Francis, uh yes, um Leon uh, Lando, yes, nice to see you as well. Marvelyn Breeder, who is the man he is referring to? I think he's referring to the Prime Minister uh Marvelyn. Uh Gabriel Leblad, this is why Chavez was put in. Petro Carib in the Caribbean, but them, I won't say the word, make a mess out of it. So, so Hanbag, let me ask you, because we have to wrap up in a little while. I have another meeting to attend, no but problem, let me no ask you, are, yes. are the gas prices also going up? The the household, the cylinder of gas you pay yes, for in yes, Dominica, is. is that also yes, sir, rising I, as well? 
Yeah, yesterday I bought, I bought a, a shell cylinder for thirty nine. Thirty nine. How much was it before? It was twenty seven. Wow. Twenty seven. That's quite an increase. Oh, very, very. Oh, don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very high. Uh, uh, and can you imagine? Flowers went up, sugar went up, everything going up, and we just then this country just they're taking blues. Right, because I think that was one of the arguments I heard that people are complaining that you know you need to go to the transportation board to ensure that you have permission to raise the the fares, but they're talking about how the supermarkets are raising their prices without permission from everyone. Everything else is being raised without permission from every, anyone, but when it comes to the bus drivers wanting to increase their fare, then there's a problem. But listen to me, once you're a leader, once you're a leader, like I'm a leader to my boss when I'm driving passengers, once you're a leader and you don't care, the first appearance you did when you went when you went to office as prime minister, you said to people, no law, no constitution. And that creating a big problem in this island because people killing people and they they get in the weapons and everybody get in a bail. So which in case no law, no constitution. So this government, that, this present government right now is like everybody doing what they want in this country. You pack in where you want, you doing what you want, you can do. If I tell you, Miss Simmons, if I tell you, I could give you a whole list of this government. This government have more pages than a Bible. A Bible is 66 books. And this one, this government have more than 66 books. Can you imagine that? Mm -hmm. And the Bible is like expired, so I'm just giving you a thing. So when you look at this government, like it's not holding nothing accountable. Like if he want to give you that blow, like when they were doing the passport selling, he said, oh, we're doing this passport selling and they, but we didn't gain from the passport selling. Same kids gave the people free stimulus package. Thank you for staying with us. What you've been listening to was a pre-recorded interview, a portion of the interview that we did with Mr. Julius Handbag Gabriel out of Dominica as he lamented over the rising gas prices in Dominica and the reality on the ground for so many Dominicans. And I'm sure that we can all relate because again, no matter where we're joining in from, the gas prices have certainly increased, but at least many areas such as Antigua and Barbados has, have cushioned the blow of the rise in gas prices. So that is what we are calling on the government of Dominica to do, to assist, to help the Dominicans so that they're able to better afford the prices of gas in Dominica. So as we continue along here with the program, I want to bring you this piece of information. Uh, we always like to include a motivational aspect to our program each and every Tuesday. And today is no exception. So our motivational piece today, our tip for the week is from, let's see, from Motivational Arc on YouTube. And this particular one is entitled, It is Time to Win Big. So all about embracing failure, because so many of us are so afraid of failing that we never tried, right? And the important thing, and I always say this on my programs, is that we can fail a 
million times, but we realize that we become more successful as we keep trying and we keep failing less. So success is not the absence of failure. Success is simply experiencing failure less. And a good example of this that I often relate to is just with regards to my meals, right? So I do wonderfully with being able to go to the gym every day, uh, trying to get there. As soon as I take my daughter to school, I run off to the gym because I know if I go home, <laughs> what happens, right? Nobody's going back to the gym. But the challenge is always with the meal prep. So many times we start off good. We might have a good Sunday, a good Monday, but by Tuesday we relax and uh, we, we are less disciplined with preparing our meals. And then what happens? We make the wrong choices. So when I first started this journey, I would make the wrong choices maybe about four or five times every week. And I kept at it and I kept at it and I kept at it. And what I started realizing is that instead of making those poor food choices four or five times a day because of my effort, I was able to make the wrong food choice maybe two or three times. And the reality of it is it never ends. So I think it is so important that we embrace failure and we redefine success. We see success with regards to failing less rather than the complete absence of failure. So I want you to listen to this particular piece from Motivational, Motivational Arc on YouTube as we learn to embrace failure. And then come back, stay tuned for the rest of the program as we wind down the program for this evening. Let failure be your friend. There are going to be times, of course, where you're going to win a lot. A lot of things are going to go your way. And it's wonderful to bask in that adulation and to feel proud of your successes. But there are also going to be times, the satisfaction that those moments bring, nothing can compare to that. Those victories will feed you for years to come and help you stay committed when your tank is sometimes empty. Winning is great. It's fantastic. I love it. I love being number one. I love winning. But it's the times when things go wrong, when you fall or fail, that you're actually going to learn the most about yourself. You know, all those years on the Oprah show, 25 years, we were the number one show for 25 years. And that's because I lived with the intention to serve the audience. The audience came first every show. I would sit with the producers and say, well, I can't do that because I can't find the truth of myself in that show. I have to have a thread of truth to be able to hold on to. So I knew so well the audience. I felt like I was the audience. The audience was me and I felt so connected. And then I ended that and started a new network and I flailed for a while. And I was really upset with myself. But I will tell you that when I was able to shift the paradigm to start to looking at, wow, what I have instead of what I don't have, what I have instead of what I thought I'd lost, I was able to begin to turn things around. But it's those moments of being of uncertainty. It's the moments where, you know, learning from the moments where things weren't going so great being able to get still 
to connect with that which I know is God, the force, the power greater than myself, and to come back and realize that in order to move forward, you move forward by taking the next right step. You don't have to know everything to do. You don't have to know all the steps to make, just what is the next right move. When we talk about living our quest, I think that living my quest, really, if I look at it on a daily basis, it's finding my own voice. It's finding your voice. It's finding the song that only you can sing, off key or not. It's finding your rhythm. It's discovering what it feels like to walk in your shoes today. It won't look like it looked 10 years ago. Living your quest is what can I do with my life so that my life becomes infectious to someone else? Living my quest looks like how do I make my fingerprint matter so big that it lives beyond my transition day? Living your quest is how can I forgive the perceivingly unforgivable so I can love the absolute lovable? Living your quest is how do I give myself a thousand second chances? Living my quest is, is not some ambiguous, untouchable experience. Living my quest means going back and healing the little girl in me so that the woman can be free. It's going back and embracing the little boy in you so that the man can show up and give himself permission to cry when necessary. Living your quest is not something that you can't touch. It's not something that requires a stage or lights or cameras. Living your quest is being completely content with who you are in the dark of the night. So who you are in the middle of the day is all right. Living your quest is not holding yourself hostage to old decisions. Not holding yourself hostage to shame, blame, guilt, regret, and anger. Living your quest is about recognizing that every day I can be reborn to my possibility. Living your quest is about recognizing that you have brilliance in you and not being willing to dim your light one more day. Well, I think, you know, I was a very lucky kid. I was inspired by uh, invention and self-reliance from a number of different people and from, you know, even watching the Apollo program as a little boy. And I think when little kids get inspired, you'd never know what might happen. Uh, it's a big deal. And everything about our society uh, gets better over time. I really do believe that. I'm an optimist. You know, the myth of the good old days is usually just that, a myth. Uh, we have better medicine than we've ever had before. Everything, you know, all of that is invention. It's people figuring out antibiotics. It's figure, people figuring out new kinds of uh, biomedicines, biotechnology. Uh, it's things that have been figured out with the, the kind of communication that we have, the freedom of speech we have now with the internet. There's so many things that are getting better and a lot of that is powered by uh, invention. What keeps you so unbelievably grounded amid all your resounding success? I, I feel like success just makes you more of who you already were. I feel like money and success just does that, so it's like it holds a magnifying glass up to who you are. People, you know, people always ask me that, and I'm like, I don't know who else to be. I mean, I am who I am. So the money, the success, and um, so I like to say if you were a jerk before you got 
really successful <laughs> and a lot of money, you, you become a bigger jerk. Really. And if you were insecure, you'll become more insecure. If you were nice, you'll become nicer. If you were generous, you'll become more generous. It's literally just a magnifying glass. If you get to be 65 or 70 and later, and, and the people that you want to have love you actually do love you, you're a success. I've never seen anybody that reaches that age. I mean, I'm not talking about somebody that's in extreme poverty or pain or something, but I've never seen anybody that, if they have a lot of people that, that love them, that is other than happy. And I've seen some very, very wealthy people that they give testimonial dinners to and name schools after and everything. They're, nobody, nobody loves them, you know. By far the best investment you can make is in yourself. For example, communication skills. I tell the students that come that uh, they're going to graduate schools and business and they, they're learning all these complicated formulas and all that. If they just learn to communicate better, and both in writing and in person, they increase their value at least 50%. If you can't communicate, somebody says, you know, it's like winking at a girl in the dark. Nothing happens, you know, basically. And, and you have to be able to get, get forth your ideas. And uh, that's relatively easy. I did it myself with the Dale Carnegie course. Some people wish I'd taken a shorter course now in terms of my talking later on. But it, it, it's just hugely important. And you, if you invest in yourself, nobody can take it away from you. What about life advice? Well, life advice is, uh, you know, the most important thing, aside from the things I've talked about already, is, is really who you associate with. You want to associate with people that are better than you are. I mean, basically, you'll go in the direction of the people that you associate with. And, and you want to have the right heroes. You want people, if you want to emulate somebody, you better pick very carefully who you want to emulate. And uh, obviously you can't pick your parents. They're gonna have enormous influence on you, but you don't get a choice on that. But you get choices as you go down the line and you, who you admire, who you, who you want to copy. And the most important for most people in terms of that decision is their spouse. It's also important in terms of a partner in business, but the partner in life is, is the most important one. You, you want to pick a spouse that's a little that's better than you are. <laughs> and then he or she, and, and you hope they don't figure it out too fast. <laughs> I say to the, my girls all of the time that your real work is to figure out where your power base is and to work on the alignment of your personality, your gifts that you have to give, with the real reason why you're here. That's, that's the number one thing you have to do, is to work on yourself and to fill yourself up and keep your cup full, keep yourself full. Now, I used to be afraid of that. I used to be afraid, particularly from people who say, oh, she, she's so full of herself, mm, she's so full of herself. And now I embrace it. I, I consider it a compliment that I am full of myself because yeah. you only when you're full I'm full I'm overflowing my cup runneth over I have so much I have so much to offer and so much to give and I am not afraid of honoring myself you know it's miraculous when you think about it
are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Hope you found great inspiration, great motivation from the bit of information that we just shared with you. And as we wind down the program for yet another Tuesday right here on TDN Radio, I want to encourage you to keep working on those goals, keep the discipline, keep the efforts because eventually it all pays off. So again, thank you. Thank you for being here with us for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone uh, with regards to our featured video on Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com. Uh, we have an interview that we did about the CBI program. So on Roots Connections, we had a panel discussion on if not the citizens by investment program, then what? Because unfortunately, so many of the Caribbean islands, including Dominica, are heavily reliant on the citizen by investment programs where citizenships and passports are sold to entice uh, investors to Dominica. But we see that these programs are now under attack and we are seeing potentially the close of this program. So if not the CBI program, then what? The what should have been? We should have invested in our people, in our talent, and in our industries in Dominica. So we had an excellent discussion last Wednesday on if not the CBI program, then what? So on Push pushpast10.com, I've gone ahead and included the video, the entire panel discussion on if not the CBI program, then what? So take a look. And of course, while you're there, make sure you check out any past podcast that you may have missed and also click on the YouTube channel link so you can um, enjoy the rest of the interview with Handbag for this program, Untapped Potential. We typically play a portion of the interview and then the entire interview, all the interviews we've done for this program are available on our YouTube channel, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 on YouTube so you can enjoy them at your own leisure. And so the journey continues. As a matter of fact, next week, I think I will bring you, we will do another two-part series and don't hold it to me because, <laughs> you know, the spirit might move me differently and I might bring you a different program. But we had a fantastic conversation last Saturday on Push Past 10 with Mr. Gordon Henderson, uh, Mrs. Ophelia Olivache-Marie, two legends of Kada Slipso music in Dominica. And we were also joined by Mr. 
Ibrahim Simon Brohim. So the conversation was all about the evolution of Kadas Lipso in Dominica. And where do we want to see Kadas Lipso go? And also, where do we want to see the music industry in Dominica go? So we had this great conversation, very interactive on Facebook Live and YouTube Live last Saturday. So I believe I will make this into another two-part series and I will bring it to you either next week or in the near future. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of our program. If this was your first time joining us, I hope that you will set your reminder to join us each and every Tuesday, 5.30 Eastern Time, right here on TDN Radio for another episode of Untapped Potential, where we come and we stop by to get energized and powered up for the week ahead. And we also remind ourselves of the important life goals that we should be working on. So again, don't forget to stay active, stay engaged, uh, stay um, stay um, informed, and remember that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day, each and every week, each and every month as you continue to work on your life goals. So again, it's been wonderful being here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. So until we meet next week at the same time right here on TDN Radio, I wish you a healthy and productive week. Take care.